Britting. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, February 27th, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, for the fact of the day here, it costs $500 to hire a reality TV coach. Now, what does that include? So basically what's happening is former casting directors and contestants are helping more and more people craft audition tapes and construct compelling backgrounds so they can get on Survivor or Big Brother or whatever reality show of choice they want to get on. So Jay, I guess I want to ask you, is there a reality show that has caught your eye that you think you'd be a good contestant on? This is going to date me, so hold on tight. I always thought MTV Real World would be awesome. And I remember the very early ones, and I used to always tell people that, you want Jay on 9 or you want Jay on 7, which was a paraphrase of Puck from the San Francisco house. Anyway, no, I thought Real World would be cool. The other ones I'm not that into. I don't like being locked down like that. But I do have a claim to fame. I don't know how famous it makes me, but I do know three people who've won reality shows. Wow, who? Ethan's on, one survivor. Okay. He and I grew up playing soccer together outside of Boston. Wow. Will Kirby, he won Big Brother and now is a like a I don't know, famous like plastic surgeon. And then Sarah Hanlon won Big Brother Canada and she used to be part of the cannabis community or still is. So like I know three people who've won reality shows. That's not nothing. I don't know if that reflects poorly on you or that that you attract so many reality show contestants in your life, but that's pretty cool. Look, I've always liked the amazing race. I think it's the most interesting one. You probably can get the most out of it because you travel around and see different things. And so it's a bit more than just like being stuck in a house like Big Brother and playing this game. So I, I always had my eye on The Amazing Race and I would love to participate. If given the shot, maybe I'll hire one of these coaches. That's pretty good. We could maybe make a reality show out of this podcast. It would be a bad reality show. It's not nearly as interesting as maybe it even sounds a little bit. Brett, aside from our own reality TV commercials, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, face ID for flights. For our second story, Canada's interest rate is looking stickier. And for our last story, songwriters cashing out. For our first story, you use your face to unlock your phone, so why not to board a flight? That sounds pretty futuristic, Brett. I know how this is going to work because I just got on a flight with this, but tell the Peak Pals what it's all about. Yeah, that's funny, Jay, that you just used this. So Air Canada is piloting in Canada, and they're piloting not, by the way, in the air kind. They're piloting the tech, facial recognition tech for passengers boarding certain flights from Vancouver to Winnipeg. Now, passengers can upload their passports and a selfie to create a secure face print, which is a creepy turn of phrase, that can be used instead of a boarding pass and ID. And this is all happening because airlines reaped big bucks last year at the expense of their reputations due to poor handling of the post-pandemic travel boom. Now, airlines are trying to make amends while devising ways to make travel more efficient. And it matters because as airlines try to combat labor shortages that stymied them over the past year, expect an accelerated push towards digital operations, whether you're ready for it or not. So over a dozen U.S. airports use facial recognition as part of a TSA expansion. Jay, you just used one over the weekend. Yeah. And German airline Lufthansa has had biometric operations in place since 2018. Yeah, but this proposed solution requires turning over your biometric data to a company that's no stranger to data breaches. Though Air Canada says it destroys your data within 36 hours from the day you travel. So what concerns remain? I'm just trying to think. Like 36 hours, that's how long they hold some bags. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. A former privacy commissioner told Global News the risks of identity theft and false positives could arise if Air Canada compares a single face to thousands of others. There's also risk that technical issues, which let's be honest, will totally happen, could make face scans more of a hassle than a convenience. And the bottom line is, we all want to breeze through the airport, but if you're hesitant to hand over a digital recreation of your likeness to experience that convenience, well, we don't really blame you. 
For our second story, Canada's inflation rate is cooling, but might prove to be a bit more stickier than we thought. That doesn't sound good for our wallets. What's the latest, Jay? Well, with the unemployment rate low and job vacancy rates high, workers are leveraging a tight labor market to make up for lost purchasing power. But annual wage growth as of December was down to 3.4% from 4% shows upward pressure on wages is cooling. Last year, the Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem left some people in a tizzy when he suggested employers shouldn't consider high inflation in their wage negotiations. Yeah, not everybody listens to Tiff Macklem, who we like to call TMAC, because TMAC was worried about the old wage price spiral when businesses and workers push up prices, which is inflation, and demand higher wages in a self-reinforcing cycle. And this is why it all matters. So you can blame supply chain disruptions, pandemic support, and the war in Ukraine for inflation skyrocketing to four-decade highs last June. But stickier measures like resulting wage growth will also dictate whether inflation can fall back to 2% by next year. There is a loose connection between wage growth and services inflation, an important measure here in Canada, which Macklem said he's watching closely. Now, to zoom out... Central bankers are maneuvering somewhat of a rigged claw machine when it comes to the economy. No matter their economic smarts and determination to grab the target 2% inflation prize, some drivers like worker wage demands and the war in Ukraine, they're just completely outside of their control. For our third story, you may never have heard of Tobias Gesso Jr., but he's a shining homegrown example of just how lucrative being a songwriter can be in the age of music royalty sales. So, Brett, who's Tobias and how do he make his money? Fresh from scoring two huge Grammy wins, the 37-year-old Vancouverite sold the publishing copyrights to his song catalog, including hits for artists like Adele, Shawn Mendes, Pink, and Sia, to BlackRock-owned Hypnosis for an undisclosed amount. While we can only speculate on the value, Gesso likely made a pretty penny considering the other popular songwriters have scored eight-figure deals. Over 100 big names have sold their music rights over the past two years. Deals have slowed, but there are still millions to be made as PE firms hunt for unique high-yield assets. Before he became a behind-the-scenes hitmaker, Jessa was an aspiring songwriter in LA. In 2015, he released his debut album, Goon, which won heaps of praise and industry notoriety. Now, Goon caught the attention of Adele, who reached out to work with him. From there, he became an industry favorite, noted for his adeptness at helping some of pop's biggest stars put their most personal and raw feelings into words. Now, here's the bottom line. In the past, a songwriter of Jesso's stature would make his living banking on royalty checks from radio plays and album sales. In a world where streaming has changed the equation for artists, talent is now looking to cash in rather than sit around and wait. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Brett. Have a good Monday, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.